This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion Vershawn Jackson. Oh, I got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Ah, yeah! That's right, it's the captain, it's the ticket. We funkin' in here, man. I'm with my big brother Tyrone Hughes. The the the, the, the best probably big when you talk about big plays, he might have been one of the best. Terrell Farley was a great one as far as making big plays, but Tyrone, you made big plays in all types of different ways, fashion, shapes, and form. And if you're just joining us, um talking with Tyrone Hughes. Played at Nebraska, one of the best uh, punt return, kickoff return, uh, receiver, DB, still was putting a hand down before he left. But, T, if you had to say, which position would you like the best? Um, At Nebraska, DB, anywhere else as, as a receiver, if I, I, I love playing receiver, put it that way, because I love the ball. Um, obviously, we didn't throw it much uh, until Tommy Frazier started coming. Came in my senior year, we started throwing it a little bit more. Um, but definitely receiver. Uh, I had to learn to play DB. You know, they, they threw me out there. Uh, it was funny how I even got on that side of the ball because I broke my wrist my junior year against um, Colorado. Uh, I think I want to say it might have been like negative fifteen degrees or something that game, mm. and. Um, we ended up winning the game, won the Big A championship, and I was out uh, because I had the cast up all, over my elbow. And then the last game of the season against uh, um, Oklahoma, they ended up cutting the cast below my elbow. So Coach Osborne allowed me to go play uh, to do the kickoff returns, and but not the punt returns because if I dropped the ball, I had time to pick it up on the kickoff returns. So we go into the bowl game, and I still have the cast on, and I'm like, hold up, this national television, I'm not about to be sitting on the bench, you know, just doing kickoff returns. So I went to Coach Darlington, and I asked him, could I play on the defensive side of the ball as a DB? Um, because at the time, we were playing, we were going to be playing against Miami. Uh, they had uh, Horace Copeland and um, Lamar Thomas, who were both uh, over six feet, seven-foot high jumpers, and Kevin Smith, who was probably like about five seven, five eight but one of the fastest guys in college. And so, uh, you know, and again, they had a fast team. We go we go out to my playing in the Orange Bowl. So Coach Darlington decided, okay, fine, you know, let me see you in one-on-one. So, I, you know, going against Abdul and a couple of other guys on our uh, – as our receivers, you know, just playing one-on-one, not really knowing or having any technique, I'm just covering. You know, I'm like, the, you know, Dion, because I know nobody was going to outrun me. So I'm just out there like Dion, just covering guys. And so they ended up bringing me uh, on that side. And in the bowl game, I, I had to cover Kevin Williams. You know, I did an okay job. Again, backpedaling and all of that. Didn't really have that technique down. 
And uh, my senior year um, comes around or the spring of my senior year, you know, coming off a track. And I go to Coach Osborne, and I say, well, Coach Osborne, why don't you let me play both ways? And he said, well, Ty, if you play both ways, now, this, again, this is in the spring. He said, if you play both ways, you're only going to be a 75% player. Mm. I said, well, hell, my 75 better than some of the 100 we got. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, he didn't like that. He was like, oh, get out of my face. Right. So, as the season progressed, Going into the season, I was preseason top five pick because I just came off a track, ran like a four two nine forty in spring drills or what have you. So going into the going into the season, my senior season, I was top five guys in the uh, top five in the country uh, to be picked in the NFL. So um, you know, Corey and Tremaine Bell came in or what have you, and for whatever reason, me and Coach Brown kind of fell out and so they ended up not starting me I was actually coming in off the bench um, my senior year and so but that year uh, Oklahoma Colorado Kansas Kansas State everybody got away from the option started throwing the ball I mean gunslinging it mm-hmm. and so they came to me we were going up against uh, I want to say the first one was Kansas State and Kansas State, I want to say at the time, was leading the nation. Uh, or it was, it was either Kansas or Kansas State was leading the nation in passing. And so they're like, well, okay, we want you to come play on the defensive side of the ball. So I'm like, well, wait a minute. When I asked you all this back in the spring, y'all told me, no, it wasn't a good idea. But now y'all think it's a good idea. So I basically was learning on the run. So I played in maybe about three or four games, uh, Missouri, Kansas, Colorado, um, and – the bowl game that year was against Florida State in the Orange Bowl. We went to the Orange Bowl, beat Oklahoma, made it to the Orange Bowl, and we ended up playing Florida State uh, with Charlie Ward. And so they've had me, basically I was like a spy safety uh, on Charlie Ward that um, that whole game in, in, in the, scene, in the uh, Orange Bowl that year. And I think I came out uh, around the middle of the game. I remember hitting Tamaric Landover, and I ended up getting a concussion. And um, we ended up losing the game. But then going into the fall of my – or the spring of my senior year after the season, um, you know, we're doing our workouts or what have you. And the question was, you know, signed with my agent. is like, well, all of a sudden now the, the, the word is, well, we don't know where to draft him. And I'm like, wait a minute. I've been a receiver all my – basically all my career. I've been a DB for a couple of games, and now nobody knows where to draft me. Mm. And so basically not really playing a lot on offense – and sparringly on defense, I ended up getting drafted in the fifth round, and the Saints had me come in while I was in town here at home. Uh, they had to, they had me come in and work out. So they had me work out as a receiver and as a DB. And the J.L. Moore, who was Jim Moore's son at the time, uh, basically said, you know, hey, I like you. I want you. I can help you out on this side of the ball. And so I was like, well, okay, fine. As long as I was getting drafted, I didn't care. And uh, the Saints ended up drafting me in the fifth round. But the main thing that they needed at that time was definitely a punt and kick returner. So that was something I knew I was, I was definitely able to do. Did it, being a being a, a punt and a kick returner is give me what what are the the uh, what's the number <laughs> one? I mean, what's the number one thing that a kick returner punt returner must know? Um, you got to have awareness. 
Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things that I, I was able to do. Um, again, being on uh, an offensive player, mostly running back slash receiver uh, or wing back, um, I knew how to set up blocks. That's I think that's one of the biggest keys is understanding how to set up blocks. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, once I got to the NFL, that we started doing is we stopped doing sideline returns, meaning we're going to run to the right or we're going to run to the left. It wasn't even middle returns anymore in the NFL. It was basically, hey, Tyrone's going to catch the ball, y'all block, and wherever he go, he goes. That's, and that's basically wow. that's basically that's basically how I made my living. I led the NFL three years in a row and kickoff returns and kickoff return yards off of basically that one because our coaches would break down every, basically every four ga- you know every four games, which was a quarter um, of the season. You know what returns worked, what returns didn't. By the time we hit that fourth quarter of the season, those last four games, we were down to one return. Whatever. That was it. Right. Just kick it and block. Everybody get on your blocks and hold your blocks. Kick it and block. Because understand this. Let's say you got a left return and they kick it to the right. You want to spend more time trying to get over to that left side from the right side of the field instead of just taking the ball, get up the field on the right side and get what you can. Let me put put a scenario in front of you. (laughs) There you go. We plan Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, they're punting into they punting to us. Your feet is on the ten yard line. Mm-hmm. The ball is probably uh, two yards over your head. Do you catch okay. it or you let it go? Well, now, now what's the rule? To, for well, let me say this first because I know where you're, you're getting at. Mm-hmm. First of all, that ten yard rule is irrelevant, and and I'll say that's irrelevant because it depends upon the situation. Mm-hmm. If they're on, say, their 40 or 50-yard line and they're punting and the ball is way over your head, you know it's going to go into the end zone, okay, fine, let it go. But what if that ball is coming down where, hey, it may land on the five, and let's say they're on their their, their 35 or their 30-yard line and they punt the ball, you're standing on the 10, but it looks like it may come down on the five. Well, do you let it go and hope that it's going to go in the end zone when you know the, the, the two returners or the two gunners are already down there? So do you want them to pin you on the one-yard line or do you try to catch it around the five or the six? I, I mean, again, so, is, that, is that based on who you are? I, well, for me, it was based on who I was, yeah, <laughs> right. and, and, and their confidence in me to right. make those decisions. Um, but also it depends on – Back then, we were on that hard turf. So the ball, if it hit, most likely was going to go into the end zone. So, when, But when we were on grass, it went from 10. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yards to eight yards. Got you. Yeah. Well, I mean, that eight, makes sense. If you're on glass, it'll go. Because, and again, all of that plays a factor. Is the wind blowing? Is it blowing into me or is it blowing away uh, back? 
You know, do I have to run up? Do I have to run back? So all of that plays a difference. And, you know, the ball's kick, what's the hang time? Mm. You know, if there's enough hang time, these gunners are down here that I can fair catch it on the 10, or if I let it go, will they catch it? Because they're sitting back there already at the goal line. Mm. So do I back up and go ahead and catch it at the 5, or let it be set up, be down at the 1? So, again, a lot of those factors play into it, but as a returner, that's something – a lot of guys don't know or don't understand, but the coach will tell them, oh, if it's over your head, let it go. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. But, that's and, and, not, but every situation is different. Right. It, but you got that's how smart you have to be as a punt return guy, though. Well, that's exactly. Right? But, again, a lot of these returners, I mean, punt and kickoff return was something I had done since playground. I had I never – I never looked up at a punt and then had to look down to see where guys were at and then look back at the punt. And that was one of the things that really amazed my coach is like, how do you know? You know, he was asking me, he said, how do you know when the guys are, you know, if it's our guys or, or their guys? I said, I don't know, coach. I can feel them. You know, I, can, I know when I need to call Peter when I'm fair catching because my guy is right next to me as opposed to the other team's guy where I may try to go ahead and lean into him to try to draw a flag because he's too close to me. And that was, you know, you got to give them a certain amount of room. Mm-hmm. So, but the first thing I'm going to do the minute the ball is snapped is to look at those two gunners to see what kind of takeoff, get-off do they have. Or we have them doubled and locked down, or did one of them get away or whatever. So now at least I know, okay, he's free on that right side. The ball is punted up in the air. It's a, it's a pretty decent hang time. Okay, I need the fair catch. Or the ball's kicked over my head. I got to turn and run. Oh, he didn't now kick this coverage. I ain't worrying about fair catching. Yeah, it, it's so a lot of that goes into it, but a lot of and again, it just comes with experience. A lot of guys come into being punt returners and kick returners, especially out of college to the NFL, just so they can try to make the team. They may not have even done it before, mm. but they just know I need to make I need to be on all of the special teams. I'm gonna go back here. I'm fast enough, and everybody thinks you have to have speed. You have to have more quickness in the beginning, but then you have to have speed on the end. And that quickness comes from being able to shake those guys on it with the minute you catch the ball to get away, and the speed comes at the top, and once you are away to outrun everybody. Tyrone, do we recruit a specialist in punt return and kickoff return specifically for that? I don't think you do. Um, I don't think anybody does. Uh, like I said, it's just it's a talent that you have to have to be able to say, okay, I'm going to go back here and do it. I mean, back in the day – uh, and especially in the NFL, guys, teams would look for kick returners. They were all running backs, you know, on the offensive side. You you barely mm-hmm. you barely saw any defensive guy, and and mostly today as well. You hardly see any defensive guy as a as a kick as a um, punt return. I mean, as a kickoff returner, mm-hmm. and you see only maybe a handful as a as a punt returner. You know, you very seldom see defensive guys doing that. Why? Because the thought process is they can't catch. Mm. That's the thought. They can't catch. So you put a running back back there, and they used to run the wedge just to say, okay, I want to get the ball out to the 20-yard line. And and when I got to the Saints, I'm like, they wanted to do – I'm like, no, coach, I don't do that. I said, I'm not running the wedge because what you're doing when you run the wedge is basically you're trying to get the ball out, but you're bringing everybody to the same point. Mm, to the same area. Because right. cause I got to go to the wedge, which I have the ball, and then they come into the wedge because I'm going to the wedge. And we're hoping something's going to open up. Well, what we finally decided to do when we say 
Tyrone, catch the ball and do what you do. We basically called it totally match, which means everybody had a man. Mm, okay. You didn't have a wedge. You didn't have a wall or nothing. Everybody got a man. When that ball is kicked off, you know which man you got. Regardless of where the ball not would help you as a, as, a, ever, as a blocker to know where the ball is kicked because then that could help you build your leverage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if, I, well, if the ball's kicked to the left side, and, and like I used to tell my guys, if he's trying to, if I catch the ball on the left side, because I know that's where they want to kick it, if I catch the ball on the left side and he's coming down to the left side, does it make sense for you to try to block him to the right? Mm-hmm. I got you. That's a hard block. Wouldn't it be easy if he's running to the left side, keep on taking him left? Let me cut off of you. So what I tell my guy, hey, whatever ends up being the easiest block for you, make it. Now, everybody could have a different block. I'm going to find it because I'm going to set you up for it. Because as a cover guy, being on the coverage team, I understood coverage and lane responsibility. <laughs> so everybody does the same thing. Whether it's on kick coverage, everybody has the same lane, same rules. Let's talk so about that, high, though, T. Playground, high school, college, whatever. Yeah, but wait, let's talk about <laughs> that. You, 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 well, you talked about lane rules. Elaborate on that. Basically, it, 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 you know, you got, your five, you got five guys on one side of the kicker, five guys on the other side of the kicker. When you're talking about kick coverage, so those five, each each guy on each side has a man as it pertains to the return side. Or if you're doing a wedge, you're just going to pick them up as they come. But and and as far as the rules are concerned, the two guys next to the kicker, and you're counting from outside in, meaning one, two, three, four, five would be next to the kicker, and then on the other side, outside in, one, two, three, four, five, the five would be next to the kicker. So those two guys basically are taught. You are inside or basically running. Your lane is down the goalpost. That's your lane. Your, your, your angle in your lane is straight down the, the, two, the two uprights of the goalpost. The two uprights of the goalpost, that's your lane. The next guys are basically right outside the hash. Then the next guys are basically between the numbers and the hash. Then the next guy is down the numbers. Then the next guy is outside the numbers. That's your lane. And you, 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 you maintain your lane and you, you continue to have position on the ball. If you're on the right side as a kick cover guy, you want to keep the ball on your left shoulder, turning it back inside. If you're on the left side of kick coverage, you want to keep the ball on your right shoulder as you're going down in coverage. So that is how I understood if I take if – I, if I, so if I catch the ball on the left side of the field, those guys that are on the right side or on the left side of kick coverage, they're going to eventually start to come down. So that if I'm telling my guys, go ahead and wash them down, if I lead up to that left side and then look to cut back to the right, I'm going to find a hole open. Because my blocker, because it makes it easier for my blocker, as opposed to my blocker trying to stop that guy from going left and blocking him right. Wow. You're getting a lesson. If you ain't paying attention, something's wrong. <laughs> need to be, I'm, I'm serious. This is, this is a lesson on special teams. Like, this is a college lesson. Hopefully you understand Bill Bush, that. If he, got, he, need, yeah, he can always call me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know. If he needs some help, I, he can always call me. Well, hey, Bill Bush, if you listening, man, call Tyrone Hughes. You know. You know, and the, and the same thing applies for punt. You know, in college, back in the day, in high school, everybody wants to run a wall. But in, in NFL, you can't do that because the guys actually are getting down there too fast. 
but they still want to run right and left returns. Where the biggest, the easiest return to run on punt return is a middle return. Why? Because if you come off the ball in, 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 in the NFL and you squeeze everybody down, the first thing they're going to do is spread out to get to their lanes. Mm-hmm. So now that block becomes a lot easier for you if you try to block him inside out as opposed to trying to guide him a certain way. All you got, and you don't really have to block with, block him. Have an understanding, and this is one of the things, you know, when I coach high school ball, I, I match my kids up. I'm not going to put a linebacker trying to block a receiver. I'm going to put a linebacker on another linebacker. I'm going to put a receiver, whatever. I don't need you to really block them or stop them. I just need you to get in their way. So wait, let me let me let me let me get this straight. If we're setting up a punt return, you're basically saying if a receiver was on a linebacker, you're gonna game plan that. You're gonna see that on tape, on film, and you're gonna say, uh uh-uh, uh, I can't put this slow linebacker on that fast receiver. Exactly. Got you. Exactly. No, we're gonna switch this up because we're gonna have speed on speed. Do you like that? And it's not a and, it, and it's not a strength thing. It's just a matter of being able. It's a position thing, mm. technique thing. Technique. There you go. Which seems, you know, we, we we it's missing. It's been missing because you got no punt returns, and I don't know how long. It's been a while. Oh, and if it is, it's maybe one. And the way they do it in college now, I don't see how they don't have – if you have an understanding of who's doing what, first of all, you got three guys, and I don't know where they came up with this from, but everybody, you know, typically in the NFL, we're going to have everybody on the line. You basically three-step kick, protect the inside, and then you're out of there. Mm-hmm. Whereas nowadays, college and high school, they want to do – they want to protect the kick more so. So that's where they have these three guys in the back with the wall. So you got four guys back. So that means you only got seven guys on the line of scrimmage going down. So if I if I could take out the two, give my receiver my my returner time to catch the ball with the guys that are on the outside, I can back my other guys up to almost force those guys that's coming down to where now you got to slow down because you didn't beat them at the line. Now you got to slow down and decide almost like a kick return. Am I going to go through him because the ball is too close, or do I have time to go around him? But in a punt with, with punt returns, that's a that's that's more of a quicker decision than it is on a kickoff return. And that little split second that you hesitate, my guy has made that block, and I'm gone. Ah, great place to go to a break. Uh, we're talking to Tyrone Hughes, one of the best punt return specialists at Nebraska, receiver, defensive back as well. Went on to the New Orleans Saints. We get back more with Tyrone Hughes, the captain, the ticket, 93.7.